Hey, what is up, y'all? It is Annalise, and welcome back to the Waterfall of Consciousness podcast with me, Annalise. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to take a brief moment to thank our sponsors, Ice. Do you have a whiplash case that's just in your head and nowhere else on your body and your doctor has told you to rest your head, but that's nearly impossible to do when you're in 28 units of school? Well, try using Ice. It's really cold. It's really strong and will kind of burn your skin if you've got sensitive skin. So make sure you wrap your ice in something, but ice. It cools your drinks, it helps your head, helps your pain, and is just there. Ice. Get it in your local freezer. Well, the reason why we had that sponsor for today is because I have a big thing of ice against my head. If you can hear that bag moving right now. Because, uh... Like the sponsorship might have um, given you a hint, I have whiplash in just my head, which is, um, you know, I didn't know that was a thing, and, like, you learn things are a thing. Uh, This is gonna, I'm gonna try to not make this, I haven't done this at all really yet. Um, So, whiplash in your head. The way that happens is, I still don't really get it, but you get whiplash because when you're in a car accident, like your head throws forward and it kind of pulls muscles in your uh in your neck and that pulls the muscles that are attached to your head and then all the way through your head well for some reason it didn't yank on any of the muscles that are inside my like head when I got in a car accident oh yeah I got in a car accident last week so last week was spring break oh by the way Hello. Hi, how are you? It's um, good to talk because I haven't been here in a minute. And that's just because, um, you know, life hit me pretty hard. I'm in 28 units right now. I was in 24 last quarter. And that was six classes, um, including classes that are like writing and upper division writing and just uh, a, a lot of just a lot. And so with... um last quarter was just rough and and stuff um and now I'm I'm back and I'm gonna try to hopefully integrate this into my schedule with my new schedule because like I said I'm in 28 units and it's just there's a there's a lot going on um so yeah I was home on spring break last week I was home in Sacramento and a week from today actually it'll be a week from today um at 4 p.m. I was on my way home from Walmart and I was stopped at a red light and a taxi cab rammed into me at probably like 15 miles an hour. So it was not that fast. That was 15.15. I realized I kind of jumbled that. Um, So it wasn't too terribly fast, which was nice for the sake of my car and my body. And it was not the car that I got in my car accident four years ago it was my mom's car and it just kind of messed up the bumper and then also um messed up the hood or it's not the hood the trunk because when I took it to the 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 car place and they tried to look at it like you know it really shows you that like somebody else has like a keen eye when they notice these like little things that you wouldn't have even like thought of so I looked at my car once I got in the accident and whatever, and, like, I looked, and everything looked pretty fine except for the bumper kind of hanging off, and so I went to a, um, 
a repair shop the next day to kind of get an estimate on it and to figure out what it was going to be. And obviously we're going through insurance and yada, yada, but still wanted to figure out what was going on. So I had opened and closed my trunk at the scene of the accident just to double check that it would open and or close. And I, you know, slammed it shut like you normally do and it, it was fine. So then I go and talk to this guy at the the collision repair place and he was like, can you open the trunk? And I was like, yeah, I opened it and closed it. And he's like, okay. He goes, let me open, let me just check. And I was like, okay. So I opened it and he just closed it from like a medium height, like softly, which would still close the trunk. But most people just, you know, it's all the way open. You slam it shut and it bounced back open. And I was like, holy crap and then he like slammed it shut and it closed and he looked at it and he was like I don't know if you can tell but there's like a little bit more of an opening on one side of the trunk than the other and like after he pointed it out I was like oh you can definitely see that but it's not something you see immediately like at first glance and just right there I was like wow like if I would not have brought it here I would not have thought it was that situation and thought it was as bad as it was but it's it's definitely worse because that means something's like not aligned now um whatever it's just it just th- there's that so that's just something that I found really interesting of like I wouldn't have even noticed that if it weren't for this guy who is a you know an expert in cars but that's what he gets paid the big bucks to do you know is to know what he's talking about um but yeah so I'm okay um but the past like week my head has had a lot of issues um more particularly this week since I've been home Um, because I had a movement class on Monday and my head had been like relatively okay, like some headaches here and there. But then after a movement class on Monday, my head hurt so bad and I was just really scared I had a concussion. Well, I can tell you, I do not have a concussion, which was great. I went to the doctors yesterday and he pretty much said I have a muscle tension headache, um, which was caused by like he was like you have whiplash but just in your head which I mean that's amazing that you didn't have any neck problems and he's like you're really lucky because you know some people can't turn their heads and I was like oh that would be literally awful I'm a theater student like we move and move our heads and whatever but he was like that's why you feel pressure on your head when you like lean on it or press on it or whatever and that also there's all these muscles that are around your entire head so like in front of your face and right under your eyes and like that's that's what I was kind of concerned about because I know the concussion has to do with like the brain right but the fact that my face was hurting made me really nervous because I I know that like a stroke can be caused by your or I'm going in the wrong way but strokes make can make your face like droop on one side and my face wasn't like drooping but it was hurting and like I was just hyper paranoid about it because it's like that's a really big thing to me messing with your brain, you know. So um, I told him about that and whatever. And he was like, yeah, because there's all these muscles that pretty much touch your face. So that explains why if the back of your head was hurting, your face would then be tense or tight, which was a huge relief because that's just that makes me super nervous. So I'm really glad that it's not a concussion because a concussion has to do with your brain and like not good stuff. But like I'll, I'll take this as I, as I can, you know, try and take it in stride. Um, just have to ice my head for like a week, um, take Advil three times a day, and then try not to like lean forward, which is hard, as well as put a lot of strain on my shoulders, which is also hard. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. 
uh, without, you know, it, it's one of those things that I've lived with an invisible, like, injury and, and disability for, for, like, four years now. So I know that it's tough to explain to people what's going on if they don't exactly understand, um, as well as, as they can't, they can't see it on you. So like, you can't see that I have whiplash because if I had a neck brace, then you'd go, oh, okay, I can see that. But if you can't see it on me, then it's, it's hard to be like, oh yeah, she's got that. And that's right. Like people just automatically write people off if they don't see a cane or an abnormality or, or something like that. And so it's just, yeah, it's, or a brace or cast or whatever. So that's just, yeah, it's whatever. Anyway, um, I'm in more movement classes or classes where we move our bodies. And I know that it's just going to be a little difficult to be like, yeah, well, I can't do this for a week because of this thing. And obviously if I needed to get a doctor's note, I could, like, I'm not concerned about that. But, um, yeah, so there's that. So that, that's where I've been for like the past week and that was very traumatic and whatever, but um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm fine, it's fine, you know, thankful for my health and all that crap. Um, what else has been going on? So, I have this beautiful, um, three-inch crack in my computer screen, which is really not the business. Um, so, I, I've had my MacBook Pro for four years now, and I love it, and it's done its job, but, like, recently it's funny because I really had a huge issue with it today like it dropped 40% on my computer like it was charged at 60% and then I get into class and I'm typing for like two minutes and it drops down to 20% and I've gotten this notification that's just saying like hey get your battery replaced soon um you know it's it's not in really working condition anymore or like good strong condition and so I've known that that was a problem that's something I wanted to look into later this year um or you know as it got to be more of an issue um but the, uh, the other day, it was Tuesday, I think, must have been, yeah, it must have been, I have no clue, anyway, um, yeah, Tuesday or Monday, I closed my computer, and I saw that my MagSafe, the, the little magnet thing that charges my computer, because I have the older computer that has the magnet that charges it, which I wish they would have never gotten rid of, but whatever, um, it got caught in my computer as I was closing it, and I didn't press down hard, or at least I thought, on it. And so I pulled it out. I saw no crack. And then I was like, okay. And then I closed it and whatever. Then later that day, when I got home, I went to my computer and turned it on. And there's about a two to three inch, like, black multicolored stripes on my computer screen that you can't see anything. And you can see where it was, it cracked the inside of the computer. Um... And that was just really devastating because I use my computer for literally everything. I've had this thing for so long. I take such good care of it. And just because, like, you know how cabling kind of has, like, a, like a lot of cables. Like, the, I, I, like, a lot of cables just have, like, a natural curve to it that it's hard to straighten out. Well, the reason why my magnet got caught in the computer is because it was just kind of curved and it just kind of snapped onto the screen so faster than I could have even noticed. So it wasn't like I saw it there and closed it. It snapped in at the last second and kind of did that, you know. So it was nothing that I had control over, but nonetheless, it's still like really shitty. So I took it to an Apple store yesterday. 
Monday, no, Tuesday. And it's going to cost almost $700 to fix it. So um, with the battery issues that it has, I've decided that I'm just going to invest in a new computer. And since I've recently, um, uh, I'll, I'll tell it another day, but I recently came into a little bit of money. And I think it would be a worthwhile investment to get a new computer. Oh, my computer is starting to wheeze if you don't hear it. Um, get a new computer, get it upgraded, save that money uh, of instead of, you know, putting $700 towards a four-year-old computer screen, putting it towards upgrades on a new computer. And then also, you know, no battery issues. I can get Apple Care. It's a lighter computer. That's the only thing I hate about this computer is I love it so much, but the freaking computer is so heavy. And I'm not going to get rid of this one. I think maybe down the line I might try to fix the screen, but right now I don't have the money to fix the screen and get a new computer, and I don't think it would be a worthwhile investment to put it into this computer. But I definitely don't want to get rid of it because, one, it's just really special to me because it was my first Mac. I worked so hard to get it, and also, like, I've, I've always wanted a Mac, and so the fact that I was able to finally get this computer was such a huge deal. So definitely not getting rid of it. My mom can potentially use it in the future, even if I get the battery replaced, you know, it's got, it can do way more than she needs, because I maxed it out for my video editing and, like, my graphic design and stuff, and so I think going to the new computer will be, um, you know, I was talking to my mom about it, and she was like, I think that's a great idea, and, like, she she was the one who brought it up she, about getting a new computer, and she's like, you know, you deserve it, and this will be, like, your graduation present, and so I'm down with that idea. So yeah, that's hopefully is something I'll be ordering like maybe, maybe today. And because I'm going to custom configure it, I am going to go with the two terabytes this time just because I have one terabyte in the video that I deal with. Like I've, I've been really trying to keep the computer, um, uh, uh, what's, what the, why did I, hello what <laughs> okay i hate when that happens does that ever happen to you your brain just turns off okay with the um the computer that i have now i have a terabyte and i want to get the two terabyte and i've been trying to move the data off of this computer and onto the new one or onto my hard drive um but it, it's still really hard and i think two terabytes would be a good amount of space for me especially with all my pictures too um and also there's a lot of like stuff in like the cache or the weird unknown like spaces. So I think getting this new computer too, I'll be able to move over just like my pictures and my videos. And then it will all, um, it, it, it'll be less crap on there, you know? So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm, I'm super excited to get a new computer. I also, I'm getting a whole bunch of new tech stuff. I know I'm not rich, but I, yeah, it's, it's hard to explain without context. So I'll, I'll explain it later. Um, but I just got a new phone too. I got the iPhone 10s and I'm really loving it. Um, I've had it for almost a week now. It'll be a week in today because I got it the same. Yeah, no, it'll be a week today. So I've had it for a week now and I really got used to the, the, the no home button really fast. And now my mom has my seven plus, which is great because she had a six and that thing did not stand a chance when it came to battery life. Like 
it was absolute garbage and she would just get really frustrated with it and so it was nice to be able to get her a new phone and then obviously the the next the next goal would be to get her like an actual new phone but she was like oh my god like this she was already telling me how much faster it is and how much longer the battery's been lasting her and it's bigger too so she can see it better so um yeah i'm really i'm really glad about that and then i like i said i started classes this week and this is my last like regular quarter i'm doing summer session but i guess this is the last quarter i'm doing at uci would be the right way to say because it's not called summer quarter so yes it's my final quarter at uci which is really exciting and then i've got three classes to do over the summer as long as i keep all my classes that i'm in right now which i just got into a sixth class which i know i'm gonna jump off a bridge because my schedule is freaking insane um but i will be in 28 units and if i'm in 28 units then i can drop one of my classes over the summer so that way i'm just taking two classes and then that'll be nice but if not i'm okay with taking the three uh we'll you know we'll just see i'll see how it goes i'll play it by ear i want to try to keep all my classes but the only one that I'm worried about is that movement class that I have, and especially with my head right now and how fast things are moving. It's just the quarter system is so fast. Like, we're already at the end of week one. Like, the fuck? Like, that's crazy. And there's there's week, there's week 10 weeks. So there's just a lot happening at once. Um, I'm already nervous about getting, like, homework and shit done. And I'm also in these things that are called 101 units and 101 units are production units. So you have to, um, you, you have to get four units done your first quarter and one unit is 30 hours. So I'm doing all four of my 101 units this quarter, 120 units or 120 hours. Um, tonight I have my orientation, which is from six to eight. Then tomorrow night I'll be there six to 11 and then Saturday and Sunday, I'll be there from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then all next week, I'm there from 6 to 11 every single night, except Friday. So clearly, I'm going to die, and it's going to be just literally so much. But then it's going to ease up the next week, and I'm going to have like only 9 to 11 during Saturday and Sunday. So at least I have that whole day available. It's just going to be a really about like, I I'm the type of person that likes to have, okay, I don't know about you guys, I like to have a regular schedule, which, I mean, I feel like a lot of people like to have a regular schedule, I do that a lot, um, I don't know if you guys ever, I don't know if I've done that on the podcast, but I go like, like when my brain needs to reboot, or if I say something wrong, or my, it's like, it's just like pause, rewind, that's the sound I make, so yeah that's just a funny thing I noticed I do anyway um I like to have a regular schedule which I read somewhere on the internet that you know on the internet where else would it be um that having a regular schedule is not good for preventing Alzheimer's like to prevent Alzheimer's you should have a don't have routines don't have schedules which it's kind of, I don't think that's realistic to ask, but I think it's realistic to say, have a couple of things in your schedule that are not always the exact same. So like every single, I think it's mainly based around like every single day, don't do the exact same thing, which makes sense because then all your days blur together. So luckily being in school, 
and I think with most people with their work, they don't have the same schedule every day. Um, but like being in school, my Mondays and Wednesdays differ from my Tuesdays and Thursdays. Then my Fridays are completely different. Every week I have rehearsal on Mondays and Wednesdays from three to six. But then um, every other week I have a show on a Friday. So it's not, there, there's not um, consistent things in my schedule, which is which is nice. There's, there's little random things here and there. Um, but I think what, I don't know, it's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that come into like preventing Alzheimer's and like, I like to play memory games and different things like that to like brain games and challenge my brain. And I think also being an actor, having to memorize new lines and new shows and, and, you know, blocking and choreography and whatever that also helps with your memory. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, I, I live and die by my calendar. I really do. And I think especially with how crazy my schedule is right now, I definitely do. And if it's not on my calendar, it's not going to happen. So that's why I really want to um, try and like put, put things in my calendar. Like I've been using my calendar more like even more than I had been previously for things like podcasting and editing videos and editing pictures. And I think the more that I do that, it helps me visualize my schedule, first of all. It helps me visualize my schedule and it just makes it um, more, more, uh, sensical is not a word. Because it's nonsensical would be nonsense. It makes, it makes more sense to me when I can look at my schedule and just go, oh, okay, here's how everything is laid out. And it, it, it kind of puts a little bit of peace of mind. I made like a new calendar. Oh, hello. How did one, how one I got charged? Oh no. Okay, hold on. My mom just texted me saying that we got charged $17 from iTunes. Let's figure that out. Okay, nerds, we're back. I just, um, I, I, okay. So if have you guys, the, the $16 was our HBO, but also have you guys seen on Instagram stories lately, when somebody is posting something and, and it looks like it's a window on a desktop that, like it looks like it's a window on a desktop of a, of like a, like a preview window or something. And it says like untitled or, or it actually says unfold. But the, re- the reason why I bring it up is because I finally figured out what that freaking app is. And it's an app called Unfold. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it makes these cutesy, like, Instagram, um, story template thingies, and each, like, package costs you two bucks, and so I bought one that it's called, like, the Digital Wave or some crap, and I, uh, decided to splurge the two dollars and buy it, and I actually think it's really cool, and so I'm gonna try to use that to make, like, like, uh, is fancy the right word? Fancier looking stories? Um, so yeah, I, uh, that was that was interesting, but that's what the extra cost was. No alarm needed. Do not fret, my friends. Um, anyway, okay. What else is what else is uh, what else did I want to talk about? Oh my god. Okay, this is very important. Have you ever? Let me know, please. And I'm serious about this. Like, I don't, you can't like just. I need to know. Have you ever put ketchup on spaghetti? Now. I, I bet it sounds weird, but like when you really break it down, what is ketchup besides tomato and salt? 
right? Am I not wrong? Or am I wrong? Ketchup is tomatoes. And in spaghetti, you have marinara sauce or tomato sauce. It's just cold tomato sauce in a tube, right? That's what I'm saying. Okay, so I have always put ketchup in my spaghetti at home. I've never done this at a restaurant because I don't know how that would taste because I the the particular like okay so I don't do this with like chef priority or like whatever the heck I do this with like the homemade spaghetti that my mom has always made and I finally like I learned how to make it and I've made it here in Irvine and I have like six Tupperware things of spaghetti sitting in my refrigerator as we speak I ate it about an hour ago it was really good and I put in the microwave and then as soon as I pulled it out I just threw some ketchup on top, mixed it together, and it tastes great. And I don't know if it's because of, like, I think it's a little bit because of, like, there's, like, sugar or salt or whatever in ketchup, right? Probably a little bit of both. Um, But also, it's, like, cold on the hot. So it kind of makes makes it like a cold warm like so it's it's like it's really hot out of the microwave but then it cools it down really fast as well as it makes it more like you can taste more of the sauce with your spaghetti and I don't know that's just like absolutely like a go-to staple with like homemade spaghetti in my house but I've never now that I think about it I've never put ketchup on spaghetti somewhere else so I'd be curious to to see how that all would taste but the thing is is like the only place I get spaghetti is at BJ's restaurant and brewery and also brewery is a really hard word to say um and it's like the spaghetti that I get it's the lunch spaghetti or the jumbo meatball spaghetti like that they're the same thing but the lunch spaghetti is just a smaller version of it and that spaghetti is not like as tomatoey flavored you know and they have a part like they have red pepper flakes that you can get on it and I recommend not getting them because it's a little too spicy um and I like spice but that's just it just I don't know I don't know if spicy pasta is a thing for me anyway uh I don't think it would taste good with ketchup because of the base tomato sauce you know So maybe that's something I'll try on like a little bit of ketchup the next time I go there. But otherwise I don't get pasta anywhere else. I I mean, I don't get like spaghetti anywhere else. And I'm definitely not putting it on Chef Boyardee because like one, I don't eat that really anymore. I eat raviolis at most. I haven't had like spaghetti and meatballs from Chef Boyardee in like a really long time. Um, Because I I just don't really like the texture of it. The texture of the noodles kind of messes me up. Um, And I'm not going to put it on ravioli. But yeah, that's just, just a little... A, a, an important question I, I wanted to to know hear your perspective on um what else? I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about oh man well you know I think I think we'll just kind of I know this is another short episode but I'm kind of on a time crunch because I have to leave for class soon and then I don't know where my I think I've talked about this before but I like to make a list of oh that's well okay maybe I'll talk about this for a second so have y'all I'm just going literally all over the place I'm so sorry heart good luck following me um wait did I write that that's such good handwriting I'm literally so good anyway I'm vain uh, <laughs> welcome to my life so um oh yeah that's oh but March is over 
Oh, yeah, no, I fucked up March so bad. LOL. <laughs> I made that at the beginning of February? Yikes.net. Okay, well, I need to do this, so that's good. Okay, so have you guys heard of bullet journaling? Because I'm kind of, it's fascinating to me, but it's not something I want to do. Like, okay, so... I watch this girl on YouTube. Her name is Haley Pham, and she's 18 years old. And even though she's younger than me, I feel like we'd be friends. I don't know. Anyway, Haley, I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before. If you need a big sister, hello. I'm available. Anyway, um, so she did this video on her vlog channel where she did, like, um, what's the word? Um, like a, um, a a like a tour of her bullet journal now for me i like having lines on a page personally because it helps my brain like organize things and i I like seeing things in a very linear way i do like having like I, i okay i i'm not saying that i'll only write on the lines i'll write wherever i want but by having the lines it helps me and I'm a person that tends to write crooked. So like if there's no line, I if I'm writing on a whiteboard and I have to write a sentence, this happens I think with a lot of people, but if I start at like up at one place, it slowly starts sloping down. And so I think the lines help me with that. But anyway, on her video, which was just a very, I liked her video because I think it was also centered around like YouTube and ideas on YouTube videos and like how she formats her journal and I personally really like this app called Notability and I've kind of finally figured out how I want to organize my apps or what um my my documents on Notability so Notability is like an app you need in the app store for like four dollars the computer version I think is like six or ten dollars but I bought it like four five years ago and the best purchase I've ever made I love that app I use it for so many things you can use it for documents you can use it for pdfs I've downloaded scripts and books and had them in notability and then there's a feature where you can write on them if you have an apple pencil then you could do that it's just really it's the bee's knees and then you can see it on all your devices so I like having notability because I can write something on my phone it'll show up on my computer my ipad my whatever um so that's really great anyway there's sometimes even though I'm really centered in like the tech side of things, there's sometimes that I just want a, um, what's the word? A, uh, a physical, I want to write things down physically and not a ton of ideas, but like on, on my little, I, I got this notebook recently and I really love the five star, uh, two subject, a hundred sheet college ruled notebooks. Oh, this is college ruled. I normally get wide ruled. Huh, that's fine whatever, um, but it's, like, nine and a half by six inches, and they're pretty, they're pretty, like, good, is this college ruled, oh, I got all college, do I have all college ruled, oh, well, at least they're all college ruled, I normally buy wide ruled, just because I write big, but, okay, anyway, doesn't matter, um, so I bought a whole bunch of these notebooks for dedicated things, because I've had these notebooks, and I've written, um, separate things in them, like for for all sorts of different stuff so like I'd have one that I would somehow get engrossed with like my YouTube stuff and then my school stuff and then theater and directing and and then podcast things and then and then homework even in there and then notes and then random things and then like oh this is my flight itinerary and like all this shit in one notebook that I did not like because these notebooks one um 
they they don't have like they have two they have one divider in them is it one yeah there's just one divider in here and like two pockets which is nice but it's not like a like i don't want it to be a huge thing so what i finally did a couple months ago is i went and bought a whole bunch of notebooks and was like okay i need different colors for different things so i have this one teal notebook that i really kind of focused around my actf workshop and i have a whole bunch of different tabs in it and it looks really amazing and i'm just honestly really proud of it and i think i'm going to do a video about like going through how I organized this book because I I find it really interesting and helpful and it helped me when it came to making my um my workshop but then on the other side of it I've got personal stuff so I've got like okay here's a to-do list I had for homework and in my life well, to-do list for week 10 so some of it was go to the gym some of it was do homework reading blah 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 whatever then I got another notebook now this one is yellow um because even though YouTube's red, I don't like the color red. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. So anyway, this one is for my YouTube and my podcast. So when I open it up, I have a beautiful cover page that says YouTube. And then I have like, this one has video ideas. This is a video wish list. And then I have like a, um, a, a March page, which is on here. I put things like, this is what Haley had in hers. And I actually really liked it because with her for in particular her youtube and like social media that's her job and obviously that's something i would love to have one day but that's not what it is right now but i think having goals oriented like it is not your job but this is one thing i'm super passionate about is youtube and i know that some people don't really take it seriously and it doesn't have like a great connotation in this world still for being something that's serious but i take it really seriously and i want to grow my channel not only just for the sake of saying like, so I can have more subscribers and blah, 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 and get monetized, but also I make videos that I want people to see, whether they're my creative videos, like my Follow Me Too series, or my tech videos of how to create an Apple ID or how to create an email, which are some videos that I have in the works, or my reviews on stuff. Like I make stuff that I like to make and I like talking about, and I don't view it as a job or a chore. Um, sometimes editing is a chore. Yeah. Cause it takes a hell of a long time. Like for a 20 minute video, I can be editing it for 10 hours and yeah, just not great. Anyway. So on here, I created, um, a section that says beginning stats, um, channel goals, March video wish list, and month goals. Now I'm not going to share these because I don't want my ideas to go out into the world because they're my ideas. But anyway, like on my beginning stats, I just put like how many uploads I had the previous month, um, how many subscribers I have, my watch hours, um, how many followers I had on Instagram, goals for my channel, so how many uploads, how many views, um, the video wish list of things that I wanted to upload in March and none of them got uploaded, so I love that for me. I don't think I uploaded a single video in March and I'm pretty pissed off about it. Did I? I don't think I did because my last video was my, um, what's it called? <sighs> my, uh, my year in review, I think I uploaded February. Nope, nope, stop. Hey, nope, I hate... Mm. I don't I, I don't mind the sound of my own voice, but when it's playing on my YouTube video, I fucking hate it. Uh, <laughs> that was really aggressive. Anyway, um, let's see. Yeah, two months ago. That's hideous. I hate that for me. Okay, so I uploaded it on February 1st. Oh, so it's been two months since I've made a video. Anyway, I um, this is something I like to have to kind of be like, okay, well, it's, I don't know, it's putting everything in one, I have it all on one page. So now I can flip it over and I think I'm gonna make a separate page for April. 
There's always weird noises in my house. It's okay. But I think I'm going to make a separate page for April because I don't like doing the double-sided, especially because you can see through it. And these pages compared to like bullet journal pages, I think are a lot thinner than bullet journal pages. So that way you can use both sides. Um, I know when I thought about this, I was like, oh, that's where I'm going with this idea. And then I started talking about it. And then I don't know what my point was. <laughs> and now I have to leave for class. So with that being said, um, I, <laughs> I crack myself up. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and go on to um, the spotlight for this episode. Um, so the spotlight for this episode is going to be the Valley Folk. Now on Instagram, they're at the Valley Folk and you can visit them on YouTube at youtube.com slash uh, youtube.com slash the Valley Folk and patreon.com slash the Valley Folk. And these are four people, uh, which is Lee Newton, Joe Beretta, Steve Zaragoza, and Elliot Morgan, who all used to be a part of SourceFed, which I never got into. I was never a thing, like, uh, William Haynes was a part of it. Philip DeFranco, I think, is one of the most notable members that was a part of it. And I've only heard of SourceFed through Philip DeFranco. I've seen, I knew Elliot Morgan before, um... I knew Elliot Morgan before uh, uh, the Valley Folk, and I never remember him talking about SourceFed. And I've, sti- I've seen Steve Zaragoza, but I don't think I ever saw Lee or, New- or Joe anywhere. Um, and I just heard uh, Phil talk about um, uh, SourceFed on, the- on his show. And he, uh, the Valley Folk, th- those four people, came together to make the Valley Folk, which they are... A, a production company, I don't think is the right term, but they're a comedy group, a comedy quartet, if you will, that make online videos. They have a podcast called The Valley Cast, and um, I just really love them. When, the- Okay, Google, stop. Okay, Google, stop. I'm sorry if that just set off anybody's Googles. Um, that means I really have to leave in a second, but I'm going to finish this sentence. Um, so... Phil announced when they had started their channel and so I was like okay I'm gonna go look into them because he was like these are funny people go look into them whatever then I saw Elliot and I was like oh I know Elliot and I actually met Elliot at my first VidCon because I had watched videos of his like his own private like his personal channel videos um but the Valley Folk makes super funny stuff they are very creative they are um very I don't even know how to explain it um but they're they're building their lives up and i think right now they've probably got um let's see they've probably got like 200,000 uh let's see the valley folk they've got 261,000 subscribers and um they've got just a lot of they make a lot of good stuff if you're going to check out a video from them it's not exactly um the it's 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 not exactly the theme of all their videos but i would really recommend watching i think it's either called the birth oh joe's birthday the birthday of joe watch that video it is one of my favorite videos that they've made but it you have to have a little context of of the valley folk first so i would say maybe watch like their um 
their Your Show or Real Amazon Reviews. That's another good one that they do. But the Valley Folk, they make some really great content. I've been really falling in love with them. They've been around for just about a year now. They, I think they just celebrated their one year of creating the channel, creating the Valley Folk. And I, I'm super excited to see what they do as well as um, – you know, to see them grow. So check them out on Instagram. They're also on Twitter. Um, they're on YouTube. You can support them on Patreon, all those different things. The Valley Folk, um, love those dudes. And I've actually seen uh, Lee, Lee's husband, Andrew, and Elliot all perform stand-up, which was really cool. And like, if you know Mike Falzone, like Steve and Mike have their own podcast. And Mike does things on their stuff. So, like, if you like if you like SourceFed folk, like, you're going to like the Valley Folk. And even if you don't know who SourceFed is, like, I don't, you're going to love the Valley Folk. So, definitely, please check them out. And that is the spotlight for this week. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it's another short one, but thanks for tuning in again. I know it's been a while since I posted my last podcast. Um, and I'm pretty sure I said this in the last one, too, of, like, I'm going to try to get a schedule figured out for the podcast and blah, blah, blah. I'm actually going to try to do that, um, but, you know, the end of the quarter kind of hit me really hard. So, regardless, thank you for sticking by me no matter how hard school gets and all that stuff. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to upload a new video this week. That's what my goal is is for tomorrow, and I know that I really like to upload on Wednesdays, but I've just decided, like, fuck it. Like, if it goes up on a Friday because it's done, then it's going to go up on a Friday. That's what's important to me is, like, getting the content out there. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll fucking see. Um, if you want to support me on Patreon, just like the Valley folk, you can go to patreon.com slash Annalise. I still don't know how I got that username. It's A-N-N-E-L-I-E-S. Um, support me there. I'd really appreciate your support. Um, you, supporting me on the, on my Patreon does things like helping me get new equipment to make higher quality content, as well as if there's different things like videos or podcasts that I want to do that involve purchasing things or going places or whatever, my Patreon helps support those endeavors too, and I hope to do more of those in the future, so thank you for that. Um, if you want to follow me on the internet, I've got my Instagram at Annalise.jpg, Twitter at Annalise Veldman. All the other stuff is in the show notes below, so go ahead and check that out, as well as with the info of the Valley Folk will be in the show notes or the description. I've heard podcasters say show notes, so check the show notes. Anyway, that is it for me. I hope you guys have a fantastic day wherever you're at. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your time with me. I, I really do appreciate it because this podcast is something I really enjoy doing and it's it's nice to just kind of talk to people, you know? So um, if you ever want to like say hello, you know, DM me on like Instagram or, or Twitter, say you're from the podcast, say what's up. Um, one of the pod fam squads. <laughs> I hate that. Okay, uh, I really got to go to class so I'm not late and get dropped from my classes. I was almost late on Friday. Um, when did I leave? Oh my God, I gotta stop talking. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Stay beautiful, have a marvelous day, and I will chat with you guys next time. Bye.